0: I'm Ben Klunt. And I'm Stephen Brown. We're two entrepreneurial professionals based in Spokane, Washington.
1: Join us on our journey to make 2019 the most prosperous of our lives.
0: We'll bear all as we strive to improve all aspects of our business and our health and fitness, as well as our relationships personally and professionally.
1: We aim to offer impactful insight into our business and personal lives. We'll share the good, the bad, and the ugly throughout our journey.
0: With the ultimate goal of our business and fitness, being in the best shape of our lives at the close of 2019 you are listening to the ordinary to extraordinary podcast ben steven guess what
1: are we recording
0: we are recording guess what is even better we're recording yeah. through our microphones instead of my computer this time.
1: Hey, everybody, listeners, guess what Dingus did last week? <laughs> did <laughs> we recorded this entire accountability session on Steven's laptop microphone with all of our equipment set up. There's even a picture of us actually recording
0: in my office. Did you really just call me a Dingus? Yes, a Dingus. What is a dingus? I don't know. It's probably something broadgy. You shouldn't call anybody anything. You don't know what it is. That's the best part. I don't need to know. At least have something that you can define. Yeah, so full disclosure, we have an entire little setup, and I have to manually flick something (laughs) on my computer every day that we record, and it didn't. So when I went to listen to it, I sounded okay. Ben sounded like a robot because the microphone was facing me and we're trying to remember i mean we could go back and redo it all but we figured it would just be fun to re-record and i think we're both in a better
1: you. spot today anyways in terms of energy levels than we were when we recorded last time
0: yeah whatever you say uh,
1: here. <laughs> let me rephrase that we're in a better spot steven than we
0: were last time you and i recorded yeah no i think we're both, well was, were we in a bad spot before we were both tired yeah, we were in your office. Yeah. We were tired. Friday morning was rough. Yeah, that was
1: a. I was I was done. I, I went home Friday. I got out of my work clothes and I like laid down on the bed without even having put this TMI without even having put like jeans or any pants back on and fell asleep. <laughs> I just got home <laughs> literally face down, no pillow, just right on the bed. I was just like
0: out. So on like, that, oh God. my friends know, like, especially in the winter months, once I got home from work, Like, they'll ask me to do things, and quite often my answer is my pants are off. My pants. And I'm not walking around with just everything dangling out. Like, I'll put shorts or something on, but once the pants are off, I'm not going back out, unless it's to the gym. So, yeah. That's
1: about the last place I'd want to go back out to is the gym.
0: I'm right there with you, though. Like, there's days you get home and you just faceplant. Yeah. And take a 20-minute power nap.
1: I got back up and, and... hung out and had dinner and stuff but yeah i was i was useless even over the weekend i just felt fatigued and tired but woke up this morning didn't even need my alarm woke up at, it was five forty four. got up went for a run it's like i love it when you wake up without the alarm and you just wake up feeling like you actually
0: slept and you mm-hmm. felt good about it like that rarely happens once you're 30 used to happen to me all the time until very recently but we're getting back to it oh no I, i'm hey i've been serious like Stop rolling your eyes at me, dingus! <laughs> dingus! <laughs> I'm gonna kick you in your dingus. Oh, okay. Now I know what a dingus is. And you did know what it was, I guess. So let's start with numbers, Ben. I, I don't know if that's. I know it. that we did this before. Oh yeah, I got to get my numbers um, out. So Wait, when, did, when did we do this, Stephen? Friday. Oh, on that podcast. That's right. Yeah, the one that is basically useless. <laughs> maybe we, we maybe we should just publish it for. It'll for be fun. a bloopers one. I just didn't. I mean. I said, as soon as I went to edit it, I sent it to you in a a text message, and I was just like, Ben, I screwed up. Yep. I'm sorry. You sound like a robot.
1: (laughs) What are you talking about?
0: Is that what robots sound like now? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) We're also recording without pop filters today. This is an experiment for me. I want to see what it sounds like without them.
1: And in the newly redone room at uh, Fellow no here, finished. which it's has
0: not even close to finished. no vents yeah. in it, so it's hot
1: in here. Yeah, but I've got my iced coffee, so I'm all good. Yep, and I have my water. Okay, so, let's do measurements.
0: Yeah, so Ben, let's let me just tell everybody where you started. So when we started this, Ben was 240 pounds, 240.8. His chest was 41 inches, his waist was 38 inches, both thighs were 21. Slight difference between his right and left thigh, but thigh or sort calf, um, fifteen point five and fifteen, and then his biceps were fourteen and a half and fourteen, and he's got some measurements that are updated, which are slightly different from how I measure. I don't know what they're teaching kids in school these days, but they measure slightly <laughs> differently from I do. Yeah, Stephen got you, you. You got taught up in Scotland, though, right?
1: Yeah. Notice how I said that you got taught up, like. I went to school out in the wheat fields up north, so, you know, I don't know what uh, what's going on. You're but feeling nonsense today. I am. I'm feeling funky. Feeling funky. So, shoulders are coming in at 54 inches, and this is as of um, the never, end of the book. We month, never basically. mentioned shoulders. Oh, we didn't? Okay. No. Well, mine originally were 51. They're now 54. There's a little extra for you. Uh, chest is at 42.5. Waist is down to 38 Uh, right thigh they don't measure both thighs so sorry I don't have both of my measurements here was 22.5 right calf 16 right arm 14 and a half same with the left arm and then uh, weight is 232.6 body fat percentage uh, has gone down from 22.8 to 20.3 so I'm happy with that one and then so all of the weight basically that I've lost has been fat which is nice it's very nice I like losing fat
0: yeah well done so we're Um, both looking skinnier I noticed you like looking you're looking good you're looking skinny I appreciate that yeah you can tell in the in the jowls I'm getting lots of comments actually Um, lots
1: of uh, didn't you mention you might be getting some some looks some eyes from some ladies
0: yeah Um, which is flattering from it some of them, <laughs> <laughs> anymore, you might be getting some looks from some guys too. In others, buddy. I'm worried they're just hungry. <laughs> I'm mm. awful. I'm going to burn in hell for that one. Um, <laughs> they're hungry. No, but you're making solid progress, Ben. I think I make this joke quite a lot, but I'm not scared. Your buttons on your shirt are going to fly off. And yeah, get I me don't in know where eye. you
1: ever got that from. My buttons were never going to pop off. Was but no, you're,
0: you're looking slim. Thank um, you. Thank you and i've noticed you're busting out some of your older clothes as well which is a good thing it means that you're getting back to where you used to be kind of right busting oh you mean like uh, yeah not busting not out in busting terms out, of yeah okay but you're you're pulling them out of your wardrobe i was but like you're literally telling me i was about to pop buttons and now i'm busting out of clothes and you've had to buy some new clothes and you've had to get some i had to adjusted. go shopping yeah, yeah.
1: I had to i got some new shirts and some new pants because my other ones were falling off me
0: yeah. you were starting to look like it was a blouse
1: and I'm not in a shirt i the
0: uh, i'm in
1: I haven't been a 34, I'm wearing 34 jeans right now, so I haven't been mm-hmm. a 34 in, I don't even know, since probably college. Yeah, my 34s have falling off of me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, rub that in, your 34s are falling off you.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm not rubbing it in, I'm just <laughs> making a statement. How tall are you, by the way? I'm 6'1".
1: You're 6'1", okay. So, yeah. I'm 6'4", by the way, if anybody wants
0: to know. Oh, So, um, yeah, I started off, I measured... Initially, I was 217, but just I looked on my fitness pal and this very date last year, mm-hmm. I was 229, give okay, or take. Wow. As of today, I'm 203.7 pounds. 203.7. So I'm down 25 plus pounds So do you in want, a year.
1: Do you want to go to 199.7? Is I'd like that, to get uh, some under. 200.
0: Um, it needs to be done in a healthy way, though. It needs to be. I felt weak at the gym this morning. I've not been eating or sleeping or doing the things that I need to do. Yeah. So, there's some positive weight loss there. Obviously, it's fat that's disappearing. But yeah, I, d- I just need to get back on eating to fuel, I guess. So my chest is the same size. It's 44, but it's definitely smaller. If uh, it's not smaller, but it's definitely um more muscle less, uh-huh. less chunk yeah. if you like. Well that is about
1: squish when you pull the belly. Yeah,
0: beard. and when I measure waist, I don't know how how you did it, but I belly do it right button. across the belly button. Yep. I started off at 38, I'm at 36. Nice. I obviously don't wear my pants up around my belly button. Yep. I've had 34s, 35s for a long time, and I mean I'm coming in on the belt, so it's I'm a lot slimmer there. Nice. Both thighs are up 0.5 inches from 19.5 to 20. Uh, both calves. Uh, my left calf is still fifteen, my right calf is up half an inch and it's 15 so I, I addressed those imbalances i had Oh, good. and both biceps are up a half an inch from 14 and a half to 15 as well it's kind of confusing to me how my biceps and my calves are the same but i've always had those skinny quick twitch mm-hmm. calves being able to run and jump and do all that stuff so um, well and i think like though it might be
1: staying the same size in terms of measurement of inches i think it's like losing the fat building the muscle right oh yeah i mean, of it's course. That's why I think that body fat percentage number is kind of cool to
0: see drop, mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, look at that! It's yeah. like, my, my body—you fat. can tell they're more toned, right, and stuff. Here. Yeah, my body fat's somewhere between 17 and 18 percent. It depends on the day. I use the electronic thing, which isn't always the most accurate, but that dropped about same, so. uh,
1: one or two percentage points from last time. Did it? I asked you last week when mm-hmm. you were 18, 19. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm there. I'm and me too. I'm like 14, 16 percent body fat most of the time. It's
0: yeah, you know, it drops. It fluctuates you know 14 to 16% is like what athletes go for right? yeah i know
1: yeah <laughs> oh yeah like i said yeah. <laughs> i think the goal is 15% for me which i'll be interested to see that'll be a tough goal see what what you said in your goal 15% life? body fat
0: yeah 15% is um i mean for you at 64 yeah. i mean that's 198 maybe that'd be really low i mean you might you may actually be skinny if you go for 15% body fat that'd um, be super skinny yeah and and i'm i'm doing like a quick head some maybe one maybe two i that mean that's five, 35 right? pounds less yeah holy moly so it's, it's um and it's you know more than anything we keep coming back to this how we feel is more important than anything mm-hmm. so i played 80 minutes of a 90 minute soccer game yesterday i felt mobile i felt agile i'm quicker i'm i mean i'm getting to balls that I've not gotten to for 10 years (laughs) when they're when they're played to the corner and I can chase them down and and some of it's mindset some of it's just that I'm you're not going to
1: acknowledge that comment you're not even going to acknowledge it
0: well anybody that plays sport understands and you're just the only one that (laughs) has a dirty mind because you're not interested in sports but yes I'm getting to balls that I haven't gotten to for over 10 years and I'm I mean weight wise I'm I'm where I've not been for 10 plus years yeah so it feels good people are noticing I Mm -hmm. mean I uh a couple of people actually said you're looking lean and fit and fast and um how do you look fast that's interesting looking fast you just I mean in a year think about it I was playing this same time last year and I was 25 pounds heavier than I oh you mean you were faster in the game well yeah when you're running and somebody
1: pony up on a on a bet
0: yeah, so my friend Brian and I, we have a, a weekly bet on Premier League. We do Fantasy Premier League, which is um, soccer, for those of you that don't understand real football. And um, we, uh, we bet on our weekly scores. So this past week was week 35. Uh, sorry, the past week was week 36, and I scorched them again. But the week before was week 35, and I think of all the weeks that we've played of 35 weeks this year, He's maybe outscored me two or three times, and he makes a big deal of it. So that was on the social media. I had to buy him a a cheeseburger. We went to um, Wisconsin Burger, which is awesome. Yeah, Up in the, uh, I guess we'll call that the Perry District. West of Perry. Yeah, just west of Perry District. Yeah. So, yeah, I bought him a cheeseburger. He bought me one the week before. We have a steak dinner riding on who finishes the highest for the season, which, I mean, I'm 100 points or more ahead of him just now, so it's looking good with two weeks left of the season. And we also have a cheeseburger bet on some of the final games of the year as well. So um, lots of meat in my future (laughs) because he's going to be buying. Yeah, so that was Friday night. And then I watched, I'm trying to work my way through. So I went and saw Captain Marvel and then I watched Captain America. So I've got this infographic and I'm watching the Avengers series in chronological order, which isn't the order they were released in, but the order that they would have happened. Yeah. So I watched... It's like watching the Star Wars series. On Friday, I watched Captain America. And then I already saw Captain Marvel, which was the second one in the series. And then I did Iron Man 1 and 2. And then it jumps to Hulk, Thor, Avengers, and then back to Iron Man 3. So I'm working my way through them, which is a lot of TV time, which is weird for me. And I'll fall asleep and (laughs) have to jump back in. So that was Friday, Saturday night. Some of my friends wanted me to go out. And I just don't really feel like going out drinking just now, which... I'm perfectly okay with. Um, but I had dinner Obviously at the Wave. with the weight loss. Yeah, I had dinner at the Wave on Saturday night and my friend Shay came over and hung out and she's just a solid friend of mine that yeah. we've always been close. And then Sunday I played some soccer, as I mentioned. So it was a pretty low-key weekend. Lots of uh, downtime, which I think I needed. Good, yeah. Um, it's good. It's, sometimes you just got to stop and rest. Yeah, and it was nice. I, I actually uh, I hadn't been to Mass since I got back from Orlando. I didn't go last week. Wait. I went on Easter, but I didn't go the first, yeah, so um, it was just nice to go to to Mass and and hang out and reflect a little bit, so yeah, yeah, that was
1: my weekend. What about you, Ben? Nice. Like I said, Friday, came home, passed out, but then ended up getting up, and uh, Lauren and I had dinner, hung out, put Weston down, just hung around the house. Saturday, got up early, went out to Post Falls, Idaho. for, uh, For those of you that don't know, I'm on the Boy Scout board for the kind of eastern Washington and northern Idaho, and so we had our scoutorama, rama so we had a few hundred kids out there, and so I was volunteering out there for a couple hours, and then had to run to uh, the Lake Place in Hayden, Idaho, drop off the four-wheeler, come back, had a little time with the family, and then uh, went to dinner at uh, 291... Brew house, this new place that I've not never heard of before. Somebody, where is that? It's out in Suncrest, past Nine Mile, Hmm. and it's actually a legit little place. They had live music. It's a coffee house in the morning. I was
0: just in there actually.
1: I don't know where where you. Yeah, it's a cool little spot with like. And then nighttime, it turns into a little
0: brewery. Yeah, they use Square. I went in and saw them for work. I think you're right. I think
1: they do use Square. Yeah. Yeah. You should go hit them up again. It's a cool little spot. Pop knows the uh, owners of it. Mm-hmm. So if you need a connection. But, uh, yeah, cool little spot. Went there with Pop, actually, and his wife, Kaylee, Travis, Pop, and Kaylee. And uh, then Sunday, got up and did six hours' worth of yard work. So power raked. Mm-hmm. Got the sprinklers up and going. Got uh, all the yard looking decent, at least it wasn't say good. And then went to Big Barn Brewing, had a beer, and then dinner with my family uh, and my folks up in
0: Green Bluff. That's Awesome. Yeah. Sounds like you had a good weekend too.
1: Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was a lot of a lot of chores and volunteering, but you know, it was good. It didn't work out. <laughs> Which honestly felt really good. <laughs> yeah. For 3 skipped, days not to work out. I
0: skipped on that. I actually had a really good arm session on Saturday morning and my arms are still feeling it a little bit. Good. And it actually affected my workout this morning. I felt weak this morning. As I said, that
1: might be why you were feeling a little little weak, a little um, fatigued.
0: Yeah, I don't know that it was fatigue. I felt great when I got to the gym, but when I was trying to push the weights, I just, every now and again, I have a day like that. I just need to, you know. So I adjusted, um, went a little bit lower weights, up the reps a little bit, um, got on with it. So, yeah. From an accountability standpoint, Ben, I'm struggling with focus. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, I've had some long-term prospects sort of, we'll call it manifest in solid business that is really pulling me out a hole right now. Not a hole. I mean, my months are great. This month's going to be a great month. It's keeping um, you in line, keeping you on the straightener. Right? I yeah. mean, just people pushing back, asking for an extra week or two before they, they do things. Yeah. And, you know, in sales, that's that's the scourge of all salespeople, right? When they, mm-hmm. uh, But from a focus standpoint, stuff that normally takes me five, 10 minutes, lots of thinking going on right now. It's taking me 15, 20, 30 minutes to get things done. I'm just not as focused as I normally am. And I've been addressing it, you know, making little incremental changes here and there, and just, um, today's been better, a lot better. I've had some solid meetings today. Um, tomorrow's the last day of the month, which is always, uh, it's usually somewhat stressful for me, not so much, but I'm basically gonna be available to help other people tomorrow, make a couple of installs on my own, and, and then I'll start the month new. But yeah, I, I'm really open to any kind of focus-related techniques. That you might have or other people might have, you know, what you do in order to, Yeah. To, whether it's and that's, to
1: that's that would be interesting. Like, hey, if people have techniques that can help us out, like, please mm-hmm. <laughs> let us know as far as, as you go. I think you try to do a lot of things at once sometimes and chalk it up to just, oh, it's part of my business. Where I, I look at it, and I'm like, yeah, but you don't have to do it like that. Like, I mean, yeah. you'll be on your phone trying to do something while trying to do an email, while trying to talk at the same time. It's like, why don't you just do one thing at a time? And it might be able to, you know, yeah. have things get done a little quicker. That'd be the only thing that I can see that sometimes you do is, mm-hmm. I mean, you're very much trying to do three things at once.
0: Yeah, and multitasking isn't a good thing. I don't recommend it. When you multitask, it means that. I mean, whether it's if you're doing two tasks, you're half in the attention that your task needs. If you're doing three tasks, it's a third. Well,
1: and so many people chalk it up to, it's like, oh, I'm being efficient. It's like, not really. You're just not giving your undivided attention to one thing, so it takes you twice as long. So, I mean, I just have a hard time believing that's efficiency.
0: It's not efficient. And, you know, I think the hardest part for me is I operate at such a high level, usually, that when there's things on my mind... It just pulls me away from that, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't have a coping mechanism for that. Yeah. Other than being open and vulnerable and sharing it, and asking well, for and help. Well, sometimes it might just be leaving your phone. Right, put your
1: phone on the other side of the room, and take mm-hmm. your Apple Watch off when you're needing to do emails or when you're trying to read a and book
0: it, or be in the moment. It's not. It's not even phone stuff, to be honest. It's, it's literally like there's been a few times where I've been looking at a screen, going, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, Um, and I know what needs to be done. It's just, yeah, just a mindset thing just now, and I'm getting past it, like Well, and part
1: of it is just where you're at time-wise, right? We said, like, you know, still going through relationship stuff, but, you know, like, time heals,
0: all those types of things, too. Yeah, but, no, things are good with me. From a business standpoint, I really do have a lot of opportunities in the works right now. Mm -hmm. Just people... You know, working in the restaurant industry, which is one of the major verticals I do a lot in, I've had three restaurants in the last couple of weeks basically say, "Yeah, we won't be open when we said we were going to be open," which isn't necessarily a surprise. But when you've already pushed it back a week or two to try and compensate, at um, least they didn't say they're not going to work with you. Right? No, and that's yeah. the beauty of it's it. Like, right? Well, you're going to need them in a month again um, for a client too. But yeah, I uh, I think I mentioned before I had a competitor coming hard after my business and sort of trying to undercut. um it's a funny story we hired one of the girls that was actually (laughs) doing that she told us some things that were interesting i had a, a coffee with her last week and it was more of a for me it was competitive intel i'm like talk to me tell me what's going on Tell me what they're telling my customers when they meet with them because it's not working for the most part. And the people that are signing up with them, I, I need to know like what's what's the hook point? Mm-hmm. Why why are they going with them instead of us? And it was a really good meeting. She's going to crush it. She's amazing. Cool. Um, you probably know her. I'll give your name off air. I don't yeah, want to just yeah, do yeah. it out there. But yeah, it's been uh, it's been interesting hearing some of the things that people assume when you're doing things the right way and what they you know. People assume I'm giving away the farm, and it's like, no, I really don't. I'm not the cheapest. Far from the cheapest. I'm rarely the cheapest. But the things we do are, you know, the value is worth more than saving people money. Yeah.
1: Well, and that's just it. Like uh, my colleague Jake, we were talking about our fees, right? And so we charge a percentage of assets that we manage. So mm-hmm. like if we mil- manage a million dollars, we charge one point two per two five percent annually. Um, and he was talking with a particular client and one person said, oh, that's too much. And he said, well, really, it's like, it's not when you realize how much we actually do for you, mm-hmm. right? So we always say, so it's like price is just, uh, I mean, if price is an issue, it's because there's the absence of value. Yeah, exactly. It's like, mm-hmm. and it's your job to help them understand what that value is. So it's like taking them through the planning process, showing them, giving them answers, showing them, it's like, here's how we're saving you on taxes. Here's how we're
0: allocating the profit. Like, well, showing them that value really—the only all of a sudden, exception of oh, that, okay. and the only exception to that—is when you're dealing with the people that are basically going to be perennial price shoppers, right? So, yeah, the people that let's say on an annual basis they shop their car insurance to see what they can save, but they're mm-hmm. not necessarily getting a like-for-like policy, and they're blind. To, um, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, so you're you're going to save, let's call it a hundred dollars over your six-month period. That's great, but you don't have this coverage, that coverage. You don't have rental car coverage. You know, so you're always gonna come across people that are purely about the bottom line and they're purely about the bottom line until such time as they need service and then they don't get it.
1: Well, I'm sure that happens to credit card processing, right? You can get someone that comes in and charges a cheaper price for credit card processing but they don't have Steven to come out and help fix the terminal (laughs) when it's busted. You know, they they
0: bought it from Costco or whatever and they're trying to... Well, Costco actually, what they do isn't bad. But I always point out that, um, you know, our customer service is either me Or they're calling Indiana. You're not calling India. You're not calling some guy called Dave in Mumbai. So you're not calling the third world to fix a first world problem. Wow. Um, Hey. Dave in Mumbai. (laughs) Yeah. When they say that, you know, it's like, hello, my name is David. And you're like, no, it's not. Your name is not Dave. (laughs)
1: What is your actual name? We're going to get in trouble for that line.
0: No, we're not. We can say what we want. It's our podcast. Suck it up. Yeah. Yeah um so t- talk to, to me about your business ben you've got some exciting things going on huh
1: yeah pipeline's starting to fill up even today i had a cpa say hey did so and so reach out to you i'm like no i didn't even know you shared my name like thank you so hopefully uh and that sounded like it was a good prospect actually too guy sold a commercial building so hopefully we can uh, get him in the door as well so good things happening just uh in terms of the pipeline getting filled up but no real big ones falling off i mean it's steady it's okay honestly i'm not on track right now uh, unless some of these bigger ones hit which you know they will i I know that they always do but they haven't committed yet so uh, once i get those to commit i'll be on track for my six million for the year and then uh but I did start implementing. This is kind of interesting. did in the past kind of fall in and out of it, and it's kind of a technique that we use in the office just to say, like, hey, where is there an issue if there is? is we start tracking calls, start tracking contacts, start tracking appointments scheduled and appointments held. Mm-hmm. So it kind of tells us, okay, where really if there is an issue – uh, where is the issue? Is it in, in how many calls you're making? Is it in how you're converting? Uh, I mean, obviously getting people on the phone is, is one thing. You can't mm-hmm. really control that as much as in terms of how many calls you're going to make, though. But how many of those people you get in contact with do you actually get a meeting with? So what's your conversion ratio from contacts to meetings held and then from meetings held to signed clients? And so uh, started implementing that again just today. Just to be like, okay, keep myself accountable. Let's see where my numbers are at. Do a little reset almost and uh, we'll see what's my conversion ratio. How am I doing there? And maybe, and then uh, in my office, we chat with colleagues. We chat in group sessions every Tuesday, Thursday, and we bring up what are the things that people are working on? What's working well? What's not working well? Where do you need help improving? And so that's something I can bring up and be like, hey, guys, I've been struggling with getting – You know, pipeline is getting nice and full, but I'm having a hard time converting. Like, Mm -hmm. what's going on? And so uh, that's kind of where I'm at business-wise. But so nobody has signed yet, but pipeline is strong, (laughs) and I have to stop sometimes. And even this morning, I was driving in, I'm adding it up in my head. I'm like, you know what? My pipeline is really full. If these people come on that said, you know, they're verbally committing, then I'm going to be in a fine spot. Being in a fine spot
0: is a good place to be. Let's talk about what you're doing to change fitness up a little bit because you're gonna make buff. some changes here right
1: i am i'm making steven uncomfortable i'm not making steven uncomfortable he doesn't like it whenever i associate steven and the trainer that i hired so that's what i did i went and hired a trainer steven i haven't got to work out as much uh together because just of our schedules haven't overlapped and you know he lives on the south side of town i live on the north side uh, he refuses to work out downtown move fitness cuz he doesn't like it so makes it a little harder old
0: crappy equipment yeah. i don't know why i don't like it it's just he also doesn't like he doesn't
1: also he like the north side one either he's kind of a little princess when it comes to his routine and how he works out am i wrong no yeah okay but your creature habit is good the most successful people are creatures of habit right they've got their systems they got their routines and they follow them but uh so sometimes our routines because i'm the same way don't necessarily work out to overlap so mm-hmm. uh, i hired a trainer who's going to also help though with a big side uh, or a big portion of this that Steve and i haven't worked on mostly because i never said let's work on it is the nutrition side so i mean counting, we've worked on it in general a terms, little bit you know a little bit we've, yeah.
0: we've, to- we've told you you're going to have a calorie goal you're going to try and eat healthier which obviously you've been doing because yeah. the weight's shifting right yep but, but i mean these guys to, want me to get you're going to serious. get granular yeah
1: these guys want me to get serious they're ta- you know they're getting into all the macronutrients making sure i'm within five grams of those numbers which is going to be super hard i don't even know how to do that like i started doing that last week and i'm like well i'm way over on fat but i hit my i hit my carb and uh mm-hmm. protein levels you know so it's, man, I think the hardest one is getting low-fat, high-protein sources. Like, that seems hard. Yeah. Well, So I, I'm interested to see because they will build out a, a, a food schedule for me. Like, they're going to build out, here's your breakfast, lunch, and dinner for a couple weeks. And Stephen's laughing because he knows I'm going to hate it.
0: I'm not laughing. I just, I don't, I, you know, I, I think I mentioned this the other day to you. There's a guy called James Smith who has James Smith Academy. James Smith PT's his name on Instagram. And I I really subscribe to what he teaches. He teaches caloric deficit. He doesn't Mm -hmm. have you count macros. He doesn't have you um, go low-fat, high-carb, or vice versa, high-carb, or sorry, yeah, low-carb, high-fat, or keto, or Atkins, or any of those, because essentially they're all fads. And we talked about this with Travis, uh, sorry, Tyler Dickerhoof a little bit. It's a simple sum, and people say, yeah, but the simple sum doesn't work for me. And it does, it works for everybody. So everybody has a maintenance calorie goal. For most men, a maintenance calorie goal is about 2,000. And if you create a deficit from that, sorry, 2,500, if you create a deficit from that, you're probably going to lose some weight. Mm -hmm. How big the deficit is basically is the reason that you'll lose weight over time. So he talks a lot about personal trainers and nutritionists who essentially use... And I'm not saying that your guy at the gym does this or is doing this. Yeah. But what I'm always really skeptical of is, hey, you're going to eat a bunch of white white rice, chicken, broccoli, asparagus. I don't care who you are. That would drive you nuts if you're eating that for four well, or not, five meals out of six. No, psychologically, you'd go crazy. Yeah. So, you know, I'm always very, very interested to see what people get put on a yeah. nutrition plan. Well, and we'll share it. Let's yeah. put it on.
1: I mean, I, I, I don't have any issue walking and people don't through want to call what i anybody I'm doing. Out.
0: I don't want to get anybody in trouble for what they're doing or how they're doing it. I'm just saying that it has to be, you know, if I give you, if I say to you, Ben, we're going to put this into my fitness pal, 2,500 calories. Here's what I mean. If you just eat this every day, you're not going to lose any weight. No. You're not going to gain any weight. But if you do 2,000 calories a day and you're in a 500 calorie deficit every day, mm-hmm. then guess what? You're probably going to lose somewhere between a pound and two pounds per week for the foreseeable future. Now, that's a great goal, right? But then we have to break it down and go, hey, in that 200, 2,000 calories, it's okay for you to have a McDonald's cheeseburger and some fries. You just have to log it and know that they're higher in calories. Yeah, the rest intake. of the day, you got to be good. Yeah. And hey, you have to factor in beer. You have to factor. And I know you're going to do yep. that with your training. You have to factor in beer, alcohol, all the things that you're doing, and say, hey, this is how many calories I'm at. This is the, you know, the content of that. And yeah. here's where I'm going to be if I'm going to be on target. No, so, 100%. And yeah.
1: it, uh, I think that's just it, is tracking it and being realistic with how you're tracking, right? I know mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, oh, well, I, you know, that was just a little bite here, a little bite there. It's like you got to track your little bites, too, because those little bites add up to burgers. So we'll... Uh, I'll share with you guys how it goes. I mean, he's going to be building out nutritional plan and uh, and a uh, you know obviously a workout regimen too. And I still only want to go to the gym three days a week, and uh, I'll run at home uh, on the off days. So, or if it's the weekends, I'll like I said, I'll do water skiing, I'll do mountain biking. Uh, if we're out at the lake, maybe I'll go for a run or something like that. Just do something active. This weekend it was power raking. It was what <laughs> power raking. That's why I told you, I did six hours of raking. Have you ever done power raking? You literally get a machine, and it like it's like brrr, just jiggling your whole freaking body, and it's like taking all the dead grass out of your lawn, and then you have to go and mow it a couple times to get the dead grass up, and then you literally sit there and you just rake it, like vigorous raking, and then you bag all the dead grass that's left over. It is painful. It's <laughs> lovely. It's like CrossFit on steroids, Yeah, you know, just sitting there raking away. Yeah. Don't you pay people to do your yard? I pay people to cut it all back and do that, but I do the mowing and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Well. It's it's not, I don't have enough grass to make it worth paying somebody 50 bucks a week to mow my yard when it only takes <laughs> 15 minutes to mow. Yeah. But yes, I do pay
0: someone to come and cut it back once a year and haul it all the way. Yeah. I just, yard work, you know, some people love doing yard work. I do not. It has never appealed to me. No. Like, wait, what? You're doing what?
1: That's how we sold our last house. It had an acre of yard. And I was like, no, screw this. This is too much work. Pine trees all over. Which, by the way, I am so sorry if anybody has pine trees in their yard. Like, those things are terrible. They never go away. They're constantly dropping pine needles all throughout the year. It's terrible.
0: Yeah. So, Ben, we are... Almost to May, which is the fifth month of the year. May, mm-hmm. we're both seeing results. We're both feeling like we are on track in yep. terms of fitness Health-wise, and business. Yep. Um, no, not not business, but yeah, fitness. You're on track. You're not behind. from a business pipeline yeah. standpoint. Yeah, but you're doing
1: it. nothing until they sign, though. I don't really count it.
0: Fair enough, and I like that. Yeah. I'm I'm somewhat similar because you know.
1: so much. I mean. You know, the stuff happens. Last what, minute.
0: What's that saying that I've never really understood, but it's quite uh, a, a burden. Hand is better than two in the bush, or something like that.
1: Yeah, but burden in hand is better than two in the bush.
0: Yeah, which I'm not sure if that applies to this, but yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That you won't count it till you sign it, so you have the two in the bush and not the burden the hand type Correct. Yeah, I guess so, so, yeah, yeah. But what I want to do is buy your next accountability, I think we both need to commit to actually achieving something. So I like that. I'll, I'll go with that. Give me something that you want to. I achieve. don't know.
1: You just put me on the spot. You start off since you actually are the one that brought it up. All right. <laughs> Give me so a sec to think here.
0: <laughs> in two weeks, I would like to be within a pound or two of two hundred pounds. Now, whether that's pound two pounds less or two pounds more. In, in how long? Well, we're uh, we're releasing this on Monday the. Um, give me a sec The 6th that would be the 6th right yep Monday the 6th so by Monday the 13th I'd like to be within a pound or two or 200 pounds so in two weeks basically two weeks two pounds a week pound and a half two pounds a week yeah so okay look at that because I'm probably sitting at 205 from when I weighed I said 203 which is what I was when we weighed and talked about it Friday but yeah
1: um, and I'm Was, I don't know what I'm at now, but I'm 232 last week from when I weighed in. Yeah. So I'd like to be under 230. You want to be under 230 by the 13th? Yeah, let's both say that. Let's write that down. We'll write it down. That means I really got to start eating a
0: little healthier. Stephen, Ben. So we've got a variance there. So I need to be 198 to 202. And you need to be 228. No, wait. We'll give you... Four pounds as well, so two twenty six to
1: two thirty. I just want to be under two thirty.
0: Okay. Yeah. Do we count two thirty as what? What? What were you at today? Two thirty two point six or
1: two thirty two point
0: yeah. eight. So you get
1: two and a half pounds to lose. Yeah. At. All right. Like you said, I, I'm not in a in a hurry to become Mr. Ripped guy. Like I, I by summer I'd like to get rid of the gut a little more. But meh. okay. So those were some health related goals in terms of where we want to be weight wise. What about Business related goals and can you think
0: of anything? I mean, well, I'll do what you did. You're throwing this at me I didn't know we were gonna talk. About I was it. waiting so for what yours. years <laughs> I was waiting for that reversal. So since
1: I implemented that call sheet I, I'm thinking I should set a number of contacts per day Like, so What that is I mean, let's just say five outbound COI related or Centers of influence so people that would refer me clients or uh, I guess revenue producing calls is what I'll call them. Okay. So five revenue-producing calls a day.
0: And you're going to commit to making those? And how do, how do we keep you accountable? Or check I'll show you our... my
1: tracking sheet. Okay. So by the All right. 13th again. So
0: by the 13th. So write it down. Okay. Um, <laughs> it, we'll, we'll write it down after. We'll know what it is. Because <laughs> we don't want just dead time with me writing stuff down. So I would like... I think we've talked about this before I want to get to the point that I never need to necessarily go out looking for customers again yeah and I'm not far off of that but I would and this is so I'm going to set a short-term goal and a long-term goal I'd like three more major partners to be signed on as Mm -hmm. what we call an affinity partner Mm -hmm. this year but I'd like one of those to be signed on and I'm I've got a few in the works uh, working on some coffee dates and sort of initiating things. But by the 13th, I'd at least like to have a verbal commitment from one more partner to refer me business and for me to refer them business. Okay. How are we going to keep you accountable to that other than you going to say yes, it happened or no, it didn't? I mean, I'll keep you in the loop. Yeah. Obviously, we'll talk about it on here. At least in the discovery phase, I don't want to be just throwing company names out there like, yeah, I'm talking to such and such about um, a partnership. But high level, I can keep you abreast of things and... Mm-hmm. Um, obviously mention it on here but i think i'd like to cold calling's a cold hard fact of early sales life yeah but it gets old and i don't enjoy it and i'm very good at it but i don't enjoy it Mm -hmm. and i just think there's better uses of my time in terms of meeting with people and and servicing people
1: yeah i've I've never been one for cold calling i did it for half a day once and it's like yeah this isn't for me and in your
0: industry it's dead
1: I mean, I think it is. I don't think you're going to get through to those, you know, your ideal client with a cold mm-hmm. call. Very rare. I mean, every once in a while, you dumb not, and not locked. during business hours. Because they're out working, Yeah, they're right? <laughs> all trying to make some money.
0: So call me,
1: them at 7.30 or 5.30. 30. Maybe it's a little easier
0: yeah. to find business owners at their place of work or employment. Especially with restaurants, right? Yeah. I mean,
1: come so. out right after the lunch rush and you can probably
0: get them there. Mm hmm. So wow. yeah, I just want—I'd really like—and I'm gonna—I'm not gonna commit to this specific vertical, but I want a software company that is selling software and needs a solid payment provider. Interesting. And yeah. basically, every account they sign up, I can sign up as well. So that's kind of something that I've been focused on from a—and you have one long, identified from a long-term planning standpoint, but it's not something that I've pulled the trigger on. I've got a few identified, okay. and it could be that it takes longer than. The time. I mean, I've got some meetings set up for web providers and things like that. That's why I'm committing to the 13th.
1: You know what I like about, I mean, yours is a little more definitive. But what I like about some of the goals is, like, a lot of these are, like, what are the actions necessary to get to it, too? I think when we do goal setting, I have a hard time saying, like, I will say, like, I, 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 I want to be at under 230, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for my health side. Like, yeah, I want to be under 230. But... Really, it's like I guess my goal should be is like, what are the actions really that are going to put me in? It's like I need to work out every day, so I'm going to commit to working out every day type thing, uh, or during the week at least. It's like so it's, I think those types of of micro goals, it's like mm-hmm. the, the the tasks, the things that you can do that actually set you up to hit your goals are probably even more important because ultimately I don't know if we can always control the outcome of what our what the results are. Yeah. Other than you can do the best, and it's like we talked about just in business in general. It's like you have to like success is just repetition of the actions that you know to produce fruit so Mm -hmm. i think it should really just be oriented around those actions so ideally i'd like to hit 230 but the things i need to do to hit 230 are i need to go to the gym you know those three days a week and i need to eat healthy and i need to jump on the elliptical when the days i'm not going and then for my uh you know, I, I mine was a little more action oriented, just saying, hey, I'm going to make five revenue producing calls per day because those five revenue producing calls today are going to put me in a spot to get to that $6 million new money goal for the year.
0: Mm. And you spend so much time on the phone, you might as well monetize some of them, right? <laughs> yeah, talking to you half the time. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> maybe maybe if
1: you'd send days. me some big accounts, buddy, would be good. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I appreciate uh, you letting us ramble on. Yeah. yeah, Good so, stuff today.
0: Yeah, and don't forget to please like us on social media. Please review us on whatever platform you listen to their podcast on. If it's Apple, it's really important. What pa- what platforms are we on, Stephen? That might be a good little thing. Everything. Um, Everything. But we're on Apple, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify. Um, and basically... SoundCloud. PocketCast, right. SoundCloud, any... Most of the podcast apps actually pull from Apple. So as long as we're on Apple, you can get is on pretty much any platform. But going on to the, the Apple review site and, and just giving us a star review. And if you want to take time to write something great, but just the star review is head and shoulders above what what um, what most people are getting. Um, so yeah, if we could do that, that'd be great. And Ben, have you got anything else or...
1: No, just appreciate you guys yeah. listening. It means a lot. I think we uh, shared in our recorded USB podcast, but we actually had our highest day of listenership yeah. last week. And it was awesome. More Doubled double our best listener test. day prior. So. Yeah. so thank you guys for listening. It makes us feel good to look at our numbers when those are like that. But then I look at the subsequent days, which are not so great.
0: Yeah, but today's getting up there, you know, today is getting and, up up one today and yeah, so yeah, solid numbers. So, so appreciate it, you guys. Yeah, until but hold the on, they, oh, hold on. I did have
1: one more thing. Oh, I was thinking about this on the drive in this morning, and I almost forgot to say it. Is I really want people to tell us who they want us to interview. Like, if you have somebody who's really interesting, like, would you please tell us? Like, because there's people out there be it you know mm-hmm. Spokane or not maybe it's the west coast like we can jump on a call like we have a guy we're gonna interview next week and we can jump on a phone call with his and record it and get some great content so if there's somebody that you think we should record or chat with please 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 let us know because we want other people uh we, we want to hear who you guys want to talk to and we want to talk to them. so absolutely but okay sorry so, Stephen
0: no no worries <laughs> so yeah until the next time be good to yourselves and to each other Boom. Believers, be leaders, be astronauts, be champions You come on your chest. You can be a jar. You can be the ball. You can be a jacket. on your heart. You can be a You can be the cock. You can